Hey, you. Yes, you. Listen, before the podcast takes place, I want you to know from whatever how you're listening to this, whether it be on iTunes, Google Play, or some radioactive frequency wave you just have in your stoner brain of yours because you just smoked too much of that good kush or whatever the fuck you like to trip on and just can't realize you clicked on the podcast category for some dope-ass audio. Or wherever you may on right now, whether it be you're driving down the interstate or some fucked up traffic that you don't want to be in, walking around the block with your purse-sized dog in one hand and gimmick Starbucks cup in the other, Walking out your place because you can't stand your annoying bitch-ass girlfriend-slash-boyfriend right now because you're not doing something she-slash-she told you for the hundredth time today, but you keep going back and you know the flame is still there. Oh, hey, you maybe just be taking a shit or serving your country at war right now because you goddamn right we support our troops. So whether this is your first time listening or a long-time staff fanatic, we here on Topics on the Pod are here to say welcome. So sit back, relax, Roll another one, or whatever the fuck you like to take the edge off, and enjoy the show, you fucking bitches. (laughs) What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is Jesse, aka DJ Stash, aka the host of the motherfucking podcast. This is episode 53 on Topics on the Pod. Each and week we bring the most dopest audio on the planet. Alright guys, I hope y'all having a great day, night. What are y'all listening to this motherfucking podcast? Something like censor myself. <laughs> uh, it's been a good week, man. Uh, it's currently well, September 15th, Saturday, about, about 4.20 p- or a.m., guys. 4.20, woo! Even I'm just drinking Bud Light right now. Uh... Yeah, it's been interesting week, guys. I just been you know, working really, and then uh, earlier today went out fishing with my buddies. Went out to the speedboat, took out a speedboat on the Belt Lake out here. Got some crappie. We're trying to fish some gars, but uh, he has like pumping. One of his pumps are like pretty break out of a speedboat, so we can't stay out there too long until we fix that. So uh, we pretty much had to get a fishing license before we went out there. We got like fish our fishing license for the year. It's like forty bucks here at Walmart. It's pretty damn expensive, man. Forty bucks. Got some worms, got their tackle box, all that shit loaded up. Had to wait for his ass for a little bit because he had to get a haircut, so I was waiting over his house uh, to meet him get his boat. So, but uh, we got his boat, whatever, took it out there, drop it off at the arrow hitch section over there. It's like it's pretty nice spot. And now uh, they have a waterfall out here too. I've always wanted to see the waterfall because every, uh, every ever since I lived out here in high school, I've never been to the waterfall in the Belt Lake. But I found one over there. It's pretty nice. The water is great. It was hot as fuck. That's when we left pretty early. I mean, he... Because we came over uh, about 2 a.m. Uh, yesterday because he was dropping trick with his cousins. So we came over here. We talked. and stayed over a few hours, three hours. And we got up early. We got about 9.30. He headed out. And that's when he would do his thing. Haircut. Get his fishing license and shit. Well, uh, I did my own thing at a different Walmart. Got some gas and shit. Basically, uh, we met up, left the truck there at his place, went with his truck, got on the boat, got some ice, some drinks and shit, and we dropped it off, dropped the boat in the water, went to the waterfall, there was like people over there with their Labrador. It's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good looking lab they had. I was like a lab, so we had a lab growing up as a kid on my mom's side for a little bit of time. 
But anyway, we took some pictures of the waterfall, then we left, went over to the Morgan's Point side, uh, used our worms, got some little crappies, you know, used the crappies to catch a gar. And my friend, he, he got, uh, he got, because we found like two gars, like we only found one just chilling before we got in the crappies, but we couldn't get what bait we had, so we just left it alone. Then we kept going, then we got the crappies. I caught a big ass crappie and I lit, put it on his tank. But, uh, you know, the story continues. He probably don't even remember the fish in there. Like, he put put a few in his tank. But, he, you know, we drain out the water, so he probably don't even remember it's in there. So, but we'll, we'll see when he you know, knows tomorrow. Or later today, I guess. Uh, but anyway, we just I had, I had a small crappie. He had a small crappie. We were using it for bait for this other gar. And uh, I got mine stuck for a little bit when they pulled closer as he was getting his gar. He got the gar. The gar took, took his uh, crappie. And I got mine uh, out of the log stick, whatever, uh, by the by the shore. Because we were, like, pretty much coasting along the bank. Where this roll of crappies were being at. But, yeah, as I got mine on, untangled with the fish still there, he uh, he was getting the gar. But the gar went over, like, uh, the log brush, whatever, and got away. And then that's when it was, like, the... The pump was messing up more, and uh, it was flooding into the boat a little bit, so we had to take off and drain it as we were taking off, and then uh, let my fish go. And we took off, and he had to do his own shit, so. That's mainly what Jory I did today, and then I played uh, the new Call of Duty beta, the Modern Warfare. I want to call it Modern Warfare 4, but it's just Modern Warfare, so. It's alright, we did, did a few uh, different modes. This is how it's currently out for the uh, PS4 right now. And I think uh, Xbox and PC is like another couple weeks for the beta. Because PlayStation always has the pretty exclusive for Call of Duty games. I was playing with my friend and then uh, that's when I worked yesterday. So I only had like 3-4 hours sleep. So then I he had to do something and then I just passed out. And then he, I just woke up. Woke up like 1am. <laughs> and I noticed he like called me a couple of times. And I'm like, nah, I was passed out. But yeah. Uh, and this week was just pretty much work. Uh, so ticket wise, Post Malone Posty Fest is now on sale. If you're in the Dallas Fort Worth area because you can pick those up. I just bought my tickets. Uh, apparently they're promoted by uh, SeatGeek, which I really don't use SeatGeek. Usually when I buy tickets, I use I always look between like Ticketmaster, uh, StubHub, and TickPick. Mainly TickPick because Tick, even though TickPick is not even that much promoted, if y'all never search TickPick, guys, look it up on your you know, either using the Google Play or Apple, the Apple Store. It's pretty cheap. It's like, it already tells you exactly how much you There's no fees or anything. Like, whatever, say, like, general mission post for post below 20 bucks. That's how much it's going to be is 20 bucks. No fees or anything. You check out. I've used it a lot of. I actually got it right now for uh, Chainsokers in Austin. And then, because uh, I bought it, I bought it originally, I bought, bought a ticket for, like, on their actual, on the Austin, Austin uh, Free Arms Center website. But then, uh, I should. Just went to get two more tickets so I could take his own with me. Yeah. Then I currently got a ticket on selling stuff up. So if you're in, you're in the Texas Austin area, man, hit me up on my uh, email. I can work out selling the ticket for you. So currently I got three tickets now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got tickets. Uh, we talked about the Slipknot Not Fest last week, so. But next week we'll be talking to talk about we're going me and Kelly are going to the uh Dadbus concert in Austin. It's a different I've never been to this venue, it's like the Moody Theater. I've never been in that theater. It looks look, looks pretty small from what I looked up. 
I've been to like a lot of different venues in Austin, but this is a new one I haven't been to because I've been to the Paramount Theater, it was like that comedy theater, I guess, when I saw Craig Ferguson, and of course the Frank Frank Irwin Center, and then uh, the Austin 360 Amphitheater, which technically it's not really in Austin, but it's kind of as Austin. And uh, I think it's a big, a big venue. I guess went to like some venue, like not really venue, but like outdoor, like the Longhorn Stadium. Decided I want to see the Ludacris concert, free Ludacris concert. And then the Bat Bridge, whatever, for the Bat Fest. But, like, as venues, yeah, it's only it's only a few. Oh, in the uh, bass hall. Bass concert hall. Yeah, I went to that one when I saw uh, Joe Rogan. It's like com- it's a comedy stand-up. Yeah, three I think their biggest stadium they got, like, indoors, the Frank Irwin Center. So that's when I've seen Fluffy, Gabriel Iglesias, uh, 21 Pilots, and uh, George Strait. So. Yeah, but now we're going to this new, or not, or new for me, this movie theater for Dead Mouse. So that's what I got looking forward to next. I think I'm about getting. I'm talking about going to Corpus Christi for the Five Year Death Punch because apparently they have another deal right now for like some Friday the Thirteenth deals, like twenty dollar tickets for some rock concerts, like you know, saying Five Year Death Punch, Disturbed, and uh, uh, in this moment, a day to remember. A few other bands. Like I saw like Disturbed, like somewhere. Like, I don't remember exactly what they're gonna be. But it was like there's even cheaper set twenty dollars, like seventeen. I'm like oh shit. But I thought about going to Corpus Christi anyway for that. Just to go back to the beach again that's like in uh November but I mean it's but the 20 apparently as I looked it up earlier the 20 dollar tickets are already gone so I don't know and that's already the week after fucking um Post Malone Festival I'm gonna have like two concerts back to back cause the Post Fest is the November 2nd and the Chainsmokers is on the 1st so I had to take all work for that so that's the first so I'm going to Chainsmokers in Austin and then I'm going to Post Fest in Dallas It'd be like the first time I'm going like two different concerts like back to back, or like back to like two different, not the same, uh, you know, artists of course, but two different things. <sighs> yeah, that's pretty much sums uh, up what I'm currently up to. So, uh, mainly I want to do the topics. I'm doing. I'm finally doing a uh, predictions for Dead of E because I haven't done that in like a few a few pay per views. So that's what I may want to do. Read some Google News, and uh, I did see the uh, Tyson Fury and uh, fucking fucking go back on it because I got on Wikipedia. An auto wilding fight. I just uh, rewatched it on YouTube. Honestly, <laughs> see, I already posted it. Uh, I don't know, you know, boxing fans. Because uh, I, I like I've been watching uh, Tyson Fury. Like he did that fight with um, Dante Wilder. That was pretty good. His, when he got his draw, so. Well, I pretty much summed up his current fight tonight. It pretty much went all 12 rounds. And, uh, yeah, yeah <clears throat> wider one, of course, so he's still undefeated. So, we'll see what happens on the uh, next one. It was a good overall. I mean, it's a good standard boxing match. I've been boxing here at home, so I'm into more boxing more than I usually am. Usually when I watch boxing, it's just fucking <laughs> Mayweather. But I'm into it more now. I'm trying to divorce myself in uh, fighting sports. Apparently they had that fight night with uh, UFC with a cowboy and someone else, but I didn't watch that, so I'll probably watch that tomorrow. Sometime after, before uh, WWE Clash of Champions. Yeah. 
But uh, we're, we're reading some a uh, few Google News. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. If you are, give us a five star reviews, like, share, subscribe, all that jazz. Subscribe to us. Either you're watching on the uh, or watching, <laughs> listening to uh, Apple or Google Play. That's what we're currently on on the podcast. See so, yeah. that. But yeah, on Google News, if you're new on here, I usually go on Google News, go to the For Me section, see what's going on currently around the world. Mainly it's entertainment-wise for me. Entertainment and food and PlayStation is always for gaming. Apparently TMZ just posted this. This is from yesterday. It says, Little Wayne bails on Blink-182 show over alleged weed incident at a hotel. It's like, it was already, Will Williams already had complications. I'm trying to leave the tour before. I said, it's not my swag. We'll see what happened here. If it has the video or not, let's see. Click on the article. Teams is pretty trash sometimes, so. But they do get the news first. Uh, this is Lil Wayne. He says he can't perform with Blink 22 in St. Louis because he was kicked out of his hotel and cops came swarming. But we've learned there's two sides to the story. Wayne tweeted out the crappy news Saturday morning saying he wouldn't be able to do the show later tonight at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, where he was set to take the stage with Blink-182 and Neck Deep due to some BS at his, out at his, the Ritz-Carlton. I guess that's the hotel. He said, sorry not doing the show tonight in St. Lou, cuz, he spells cuz with K-U-Z. I was just kicked out of the Riz, yeah, and 12 got involved, so I got a slide. That, y'all, F me out here, damn slide, it's all love, though. Fucking text though. Yeah, that's what he put on Twitter. So it says while Wayne claimed to have been booted from the facility, uh, claimed police department interim police chief Mark Smith tells CMC that Weasley and his crew were not asked to leave, and that they were left voluntarily after a verbal dispute with the hotel staff. So Smith says police were called to Ritz around 10 a.m. Central Time due to a disturbance in the lobby involving several men, some of whom were told included uh, Wayne's entourage. Were told. A responding officer saw a man in LW security yelling at a clerk behind the desk. So we're told officers spoke to several witnesses, including staff members, who told police they received several complaints of marijuana smells coming from Weezy's room. So they're just smelling Halloween in there. <laughs> the cops say the staff claimed to have called up to Wayne's room, asking him to open his balcony doors to minutes to smell, and allegedly he got pissed and came down to confront him. Like, man. Well, I mean, it's, I don't know if it's smoking... Is St. Louis even, uh, Missouri's not even a legal state. So, I mean, they really hella leaning on him. And this is from another tweet from the, or this is a tweet from Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. It says, at Blake, one eighty two will perform tonight at Hollywood Amphitheater. Uh, STL, Little Wayne will not be performing. Net D will open the show at 7.30. Tickets are available for purchase. Uh, says Smith tells us the hotel staff did not file a complaint with police and they found no evidence of a crime that being committed. No one was arrested as a result. Now sources close to Wizzy tells TMZ that the reason he and his team came down to confront the staff had nothing to do with weed and everything to do with that uh, protocol. We're told the front desk kept uh, forwarding calls from an, an obsessed fan who apparently knew Wayne was uh, staying there and in which exact room too. Well... Instead of taking them off the scent, our, uh, Weezy, <laughs> our Weezy sources say the uh, staff continue to send the call to his room, making him irritated. 
That says, we've reached out to the Ritz card to comment on the fan forwarding allegation. So far, no, bro, no word back. So whatever the reason, it's clear that Wayne's not going to bowl in St. Louis. This would mark at least the third show he's uh, completely bailed on for his Blink-22 appearances this summer. That's third now. No other incidents been. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get down the tour then. Honestly. All right, let's see what we'll go to the next one. This is uh, PlayStation News. Well, it says PlayStation and Xbox. Oh, also, before we get into that, I I got uh, Gears, Gears... Oh, this says Gears 5, but it's Gears 5. I haven't, compl- I haven't completed all of it yet. I've been playing... I, I think I got the first arc done. It's like act... Well, I mean, I got the first chapter, so to say. There's like... So far, what I've seen, I haven't looked at it because I don't want to spoil it for myself. There's like four acts that I've seen. That's ahead that I can look at, and then I'm on the first chapter. I'm on the second chapter right now in Act One. So, so far it's it's pretty good. It's pretty much leaves off from Gears Four. So, I'm enjoying it so far. So I'll be able to talk about it more when uh, I finish the game. But I, well, reviews I looked at without spoilers, it looked like it's a pretty good game. Well, I picked it up in the first place, but regardless, because I like this Gears series. So, oh yeah, uh, this one is from Express Articles. So. Is PS Plus Xbox Live Gold Rival adds here's new game on PS4 and Xbox One. So let's see what this is. So it's PlayStation 4 and Xbox One owners can play one of this year's biggest releases for less than this is from year like Euro four dollars. I'm like I don't know how much that's gonna. This is developed by Bioware and published by EA. Anthem was tipped to be the one of 2019's biggest blockbusters. Fortunately, however, the game wasn't. Particularly uh, well received at launch, and one utterly fell short of EA sales expectations. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, the game was praised by some of its visual style and smooth action, but fell short in the originality stakes for its lack of compelling content and disappointing loot system. In the months since launch, BioWare has been working hard to fix some of Anthem's problems, adding a raid-style stronghold to the game and honing a limited time event. That's in addition to all the standard balancing tweaks, gameplay improvements, and bug fixes. In an attempt to boost the Anthem player count, Electronic Arts has decided that now is the time to add the game to its PS Plus and Xbox Gold rival EA Access. In a surprising move by the publisher, Anthem has now joined the EA Access vault on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. This means you can play the high-profile shooter for as little as $3.99. Which is like, that's not American dollars, so... I don't really know much about this game, so. But the best reason to describe is the catalog of games available for members. In addition to Anthem, the vault contains games such as Viva 19, Battlefield 5, A Way Out, and Sims 4. Uh, as for the Anthem, the game takes place in a world that's said to be unfinished by the gods. Players can group together in teams of four to explore the world and complete missions. In a world left unfinished by the gods, a shadow faction. Uh, threatens all humankind reads the official description only uh, you stand between the dominion and ancient powers they conveyed and looks like they got a uh, video here so we can play that about a minute
Says this is from Inc. Was from yesterday. Posted yesterday. Uh, says Burger King fired an employee for refusing to serve a deaf woman. Then it happened again. So I was like, all right, let's see what's going on with this story. Uh, and then below it says, uh, what does it take to be kind or even human? This is uh, from Chris. I can't even pronounce his last name, but it's M-A-T-Y-S-Z-C-Y-K. This is the one that made an article for uh, Inc.com. It says, Absurdly Driven looks at the world of business with a skeptical, uh, skeptical eye and a f- uh, firmly rooted tongue-in-cheek. Customer service has its basics. The service part, for one, somehow too many incidents occur in which the customer doesn't, doesn't receive service, instead gets abused. Somehow, quite a few of the incidents that gets reported occur in one fast food joint or another. Last year, it seemed as if Duncan had severe issues with fundamental human respect. Who would forget the uh, Baltimore Duncan that put up this sign? So they put up a sign saying, If you hear any of our staff shouting in a language other than English, please call 443-415-7775 immediately with the name of the employee to receive a coupon for free coffee and a pastry. Wow, I bet people were just doing that all the time. Just calling that. Uh, since in recent weeks, however, I was uh, moved by the story of Rachel Hollis, a deaf woman who rolled up to Oklahoma Burger King drive through and had her order typed on her phone. Instead of respecting her and fulfilling her order, their Burger King employee uh, reeted with uh, disdain and dismissed her. The drive-through employee told her that he was too busy, oh, and that he had disability too. Oh wow! And look like there's a video right here. So, uh, I'll read the rest of the article and let's play the video. This is Burger King fired the that or fired the employee and was tempted to believe this was an insolent occurrence. Yet here we are, just a few weeks later, at a drive-through in California, Jack in a Box, as NBC Bay Area reported. Rebe Arande Jensen drove up to the drive through window and explained that she's deaf. She couldn't use the speaker, and she wouldn't be able to hear the employee. Uh, the reaction from the drive through worker, she said, made her spirit sink. Just whatever, whatever, move on. A video shows him saying, to which he added, I don't care, and go or two. As Aaron Jensen uh, remonstrated, he told her to shut up and even seemed to mock her sign language. Oh, wow. Jack in the Box fired him too. For those who are deaf, this is uh, far too common, commonplace an experience 
What's more, Gangling, though, he's surely, is surely the sheer lazy, empty human inhumanity of some customer service employees. It is so hard to offer a team of understanding. It is truly impossible on learning someone is deaf to offer basic decency. Uh, these are, of course, individual accidents and made all more powerful because they were filmed. The reverse does happen a while ago. For example, I wrote about a blind couple who went to Wendy's and were treated to simple, thoughtful kindness from an employee. More recently, saying he wrote uh, about a deaf girl who wanted to travel independently. Oh, well. Says she, uh, she got on a Delta flight and was greeted by a note handwritten by a flight attendant explaining all the buttons to her and how to ask for help if she needed it. Can it be, though, that in her twisted times, even in the area of customer service, disdain and cruelty now have a greater permission to be expressed? Can it be that employees such as the ones at Burger King and Jack in the Box actually need additional training as to how to deal with someone who's deaf? What does it take to look at a human being and really react like a human being? Yeah, I agree. I've had some shitty Jack in the Box. I really had, like, overall experience for... Uh, I don't say restaurant customers, so I haven't really had too bad. I was in a one with like uh, one of my friends, uh, Joe. He's uh, if y'all watch my YouTube, he's he's on some of my YouTube videos, the salty Joe as he goes by when we do some of some of our uh, it's mainly on the drinking reviews. We went out one night to go to the Jack in the Box. Uh, for the other day. we have two Jack in the Box here in our town. We went to one like uh, we were going to Munchie Mill and. She's like messed up the order or something, and we try to try to explain the situation. And like, this lady wasn't having it, and basically she's just like, "Cause uh, you know, drive through. You know, we can't go inside because it was already like, I think one a.m. or something like that. It was whatever the uh, inside. You couldn't go in. The store was closed. Just drive through. And she basically just closed the uh, window on us, and she wouldn't like service at all. What hell was it all for the? Uh, this, uh, for the food that was wrong so so Joe was just getting angry and just like honked the horn and we just drove off and we went to the uh, other ejector box over there and pretty much fixed the order and then they even, we even told her told her about it like we didn't know her name but they even knew who she was like oh yeah she was at our store and we transferred over there I'm like that's how bad like they don't want to fire or anything like they just just transferred over just to get rid of their store and then it was like I don't know probably like a, maybe a month later if that like they shut down all the central Texas, or yeah, Central Texas Jack in the Boxes for a while and then brought it back. The reason why, I don't know. So, I guess we had too many problems. And even then, after that, they still had problems. I don't know, but that's basically like the only bad action I've had for like a cut for service, food service. Mainly, all the times are just like my food just gets messed up. Or I, had, I actually had one from McDonald's. Uh, I don't know what was this girl, but I went inside McDonald's and uh, I wanted some food. Uh, fries. You know, I used the app. And I was saying I talked before. I used like the McDonald's app sometimes. It was a dollar. Uh, I get the, like a large fry for a dollar. She's like, uh, I gotta tell her what I want. And then she's like, uh, all right, scan it, whatever. And there's like a dollar oh eight. At first she doesn't give me my change. I forgot how much I gave her, but at first she didn't give me my change. And then I asked it. And then she's like, have a good day. I'm like, uh, can I need my food? <laughs> she's like, oh yeah. And then she gets it. I'm like, okay. It was like one of those. So, so the people like to play about one fifty dollars an hour for fast food. Like you got to get your morning shit together first. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some people that like fast food or do the fast food job, right? It's just not everybody. And I remember one dude at McDonald's, that same McDonald's, like dude is like, 
I don't know what he does, and he just like yells out like, "I hate this job!" Blah blah blah. I'm like, "Bro, like, there's people here like eating. Like, you can't be like throwing out your personal problems at this store. If you don't like this restaurant, man, you gotta get out and do something you like better." It's just me. All right, leave that. I'm like, don't be yelling in the store. But okay. Oh, yes. uh, okay. Now we play this video. See what's up with it. So I guess this is the uh, bird key. yeah, the bird king one. So I guess we recorded. Now they put like subtitles over it. Since like why she started uh, filming, <coughs> just saw the video like she was filming before the dude even gave her back the, the handwritten note and then said it. So I don't know. It's two sides of every story, <coughs> but I guess I got fired. So and then there's another restaurant news. Uh, I should read this on Chew Boom if you know what I'm going to. Uh, YouTube, I read, I read a lot of my food reviews on uh, Chiboom. You know, we talked about uh, Pie Pies from my two podcasts ago with, uh, with Marias. Where were those chicken sa- with the Pie Pie chicken sandwiches? This is from uh, Military Times, as a get out, since, you know, my friend is from the military. Well, it looks like it's from two articles from and then TMZ, too. Because the Military Times says the Pie Pie chicken sandwich is hurting military Readnesses, and then TMC saying Pie Pie Chicken Sandwich is back if you bring your own bun. That's the one I read from Chew Boom. So, Let's see, we'll look more into that for y'all. Oh, that's on a YouTube video. Let's see what's up. Please. So, the Popeye's Chicken Sandwich is back, but not the way that people think it is. Uh, you have to bring your own bun. What are you talking about? They are telling people to come into Popeye's, order a three piece chicken tenders, and bring your own bun. And you've got the Popeye's chicken sandwich. They make you come there and build your own sandwich. Stupidest thing I've ever heard of before in my life. They have an ad on their website. It says, try our BYOB. It's basically the sandwich, only no mayo or pickles. It's 
just bring your own bun. It's just like it's tender. And you bring your own Popeye's spicy chicken tender. Right, you gotta pay for it. I'm saying if you want a spicy tender, Popeye's is a good choice, a good option. Trust me. We trust you, Babcock. And Popeye's has the best barbecue sauce, too. Finally, he's an expert on something. The colonel Yeah, I'm about that. Like, so basically, you're only gonna get a three-piece tender, which is not even the thing. Like, it's not even what's on the sandwich. And then you bring your own sandwich. You gotta bring your own bun. And they don't put mayonnaise pickles on it, so I'm like, that's not even the fucking sandwich. And, well, I talked to one of the employees, but I don't remember I talked about it on the other, but, the other podcast, but supposedly they're supposed to be bringing it back in October, so we'll see. It was that damn good. So, I've had the McDonald's, or... I haven't uploaded yet, but I've had tri- I've tried the new McDonald's uh, spicy barbecue chicken sandwich. So you have to stay tuned for that. What I posted on my YouTube channel. This is from uh, Alternative Nation. It's my Slipknot. I just went to the Slipknot concert. It's a Slipknot member smashes guitar after being unmasked. So I don't know if it's a clickbait or not. A Slipknot member, uh, Sid Wilson, recently smashed a guitar on stage at Celebrate the launch of a hard rock cafe in London. He posted two video clips from the grand opening of Slipknot. Member's father's uh, brutal in- insult was revealed yesterday. I thought it was going to be a... It's just a picture. I thought it was going to show like, the video. But it says, Sid wrote, hashtag hard rock cafe... Generally, circus hashtag SID hashtag DJ Starstream hashtag zero hashtag Slipknot hashtag guitar smash hashtag grand opening stylist at Don Ritz. He also posted hashtag hard rock cafe hashtag SID hashtag DJ Starstream hashtag zero hashtag Slipknot hashtag Sid the third hashtag London hashtag PICCA daily circus hashtag grand opening hashtag guitar smash. Thank you at Don Ritz for making me the illest stage close at uh, match 2.8 uh, eight, eight, eight uh, so Anyway, so Slipknot guitarist Jim Root was recently asked by WMMR if Slipknot are planning anything special for their 25th anniversary. He said, I don't know, man. I don't know if we're going to play a whole record live. We did that in Iowa at Nodfest. That's cool. Uh, it was cool and it was a cool thing. But it might be cool to do. We have been talking about maybe trying to find some ways to play the new Slipknot album, We Are Not Your Kind, in its entirety. That'd be cool, from top to bottom. I would like to do that. I think that would be uh, something really cool and to do in a really toned down, stripped down, not big stage set, club club amphitheater type of thing. I'd love to do something like that and then maybe webcast it or something. Yeah, because I like their uh, On Satan song. But I think uh, the concert they only played like two of their new songs actually. It says a Slipknot member uh, making Corley Taylor shut up on on stage recently revealed. This scared music recently asked on Slipknot Reddit if Deluded has ever been performed live, and it and if it hasn't been played, why the band don't play it? Deluded is one of my favorite songs off of self-titled, but then I realized I don't recall it being played live, so. I searched on YouTube to no avail. There are a few live videos of Interlooper, but even sifting through various 1999-2000 performances, I can't find any of the set list uh, containing Diluted. Uh, I feel as if Diluted and No Life are underrated songs on self-titled. 
Although I did find a few performances of No Lie, but I really like to see a live performance of Diluted, even the quality is shit. But I don't know if they have ever saw a performance on live. Anyone, anyone here know? <laughs> it wasn't Diluted, but Diality were because they play like that concert. They play pretty much uh, all their songs throughout. Like, at least I was saying like at least one. I would say at least one song from each of their albums. So if you're gonna sleep now. Be you know that. You can at least hear one song from each of their albums, and don't worry about the SS current to where they're at. And it says, uh, uh, Board Jabroni responded, No, never play live. Corey has stated before that the song is too emotional for him because it's about his uh, then-absent father. Unfortunately, I think for many longtime fans like myself, it's the holy grail of songs they want to see live. A Corey Taylor Slipknot mask was recently sold for a massive price. Oh, okay, it's a video. I mean, it's like, it looks like people in like hard hats. That's a good video. Are we set? No, I heard a note. Doing a guitar smashing. <laughs> they all got hell with okay, guitar guys, smashing. Okay, guys, we're going to all go at once. And I want everyone right now with their phones in the air and everyone else to make some noise. I know the Hard Rock Cafe in London. I've seen one in Vegas. 10, so I'll start 10, 9, 8. Apparently, Vaping's gonna do a lot of things too. It's not obviously on here, but I saw like a scene in like some like six person die from vaping. Like lung lung problems or some shit. Oh, he blaming it. That's why, because, uh, you know, vaping's still probably new. Like, I used to vape all the time too. As, uh, 2016, I vaped for like two years, and then all of a sudden it just kept getting me a canker sore, so I had to stop. So a lot of conversation with like vaping is even better than nicotine, like regular smoking. Like for me, not really, but 
just you know, to have more. Uh, I'm, just I'm not. I'm not an expert on this. But I'm just need more uh, facts about it, like more research. So, this is, y'all, what's well, this is from CNN? As I'm reading here, so let's see if it has. It's going to touch base on that because it says uh, cannabis industry calls for legalization and regulation to snuff out underground vapes. It's not looking like just a uh, boycott vaping, you know. Uh, let's get the video on it's gonna play. It's floating, but let's go read the article. Below. Governor, thank you very much for being with us. First year. Okay. Yeah, because they're trying to ban. It says Michigan. I'm just gonna see the top of it. That's the headlining point for this video. It says Michigan becomes first state to ban flavored e-cigarettes. It's not even flavored. It's flavored, non-flavored. It's same thing. But it says San Francisco CNN business, the recent rash of vaping related illnesses and deaths could represent a crisis for the legal cannabis industry, which relies on vaping for the estimate quarter of its business in some states. But I mean, you vape marijuana anyway. That's why they have those uh, e-liquids for uh, marijuana. So I mean, it's the same shit. I guess they're just like set of like the chemicals from like nicotine, I guess. They're just rather vape marijuana e-liquids. It says, uh, but some, some people in the industry believe the problem could also represent an opportunity to both help people and push towards wider legalization in the United States, which I'm for that. Uh, Wednesday, the National Cannabis Industry Association, the NCIA, put on, uh, or put out a call to Congress to deal with vaping-related illnesses, legalize cannabis, and regulate us. Uh, it says, cannabis status as a federal illegal substance fuels illicit products, hinders research, and limits the ability to develop consistent regulations. The head of the Cannabis Trade Association said Wednesday, these unfortunate illnesses and deaths are yet another terrible and largely avoidable consequence of failed prohibition policies, Aaron Smith, the NCAA's executive director, said in the statement. The federal and state health officials are scrambled to identify the causes of a multi-state outbreak of coronary disease associated with recent use of e-cigarettes and vaping devices. More than 450 people have been sickened and six people have died. Yes, as I was saying, or six people have died, uh, according to the U.S. Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. Because, uh, yeah, I already know, like, two people, one of my friends, two of my friends still vape heavily. My friend, like, was playing with the Call of Duty earlier. He vapes a lot. Well, he doesn't smoke. T- he was looking to cigarettes, and then he, he's been vaping now. But, of course, this is not that much better. And then uh, one of the former, or my uh, former roommate here, is even the podcast. He vapes a lot too. So I still got my vape stuff and everything. Like, still got some juices and shit. But I know if I try to drag on that, it would like kill my throat. And then I still have to buy that. Like, it's still like not really banned, but like they don't really sell it pro as much. Like the hammer guy, which is like quad battery. It's like over uh, four hundred watts. It's a beast. Still hanging on to it. But it says, uh, uh, no businesses or products have been incomplicated in the outbreak, but some of the products in question have contained cannabis pro- uh, compounds. Notably, the psychoactive TSC, according to the CDC, suspension has fallen on illicit or bootleg TSC vaping devices as well as addictives, and many of the illnesses and deaths reported have been in the states that don't have regulated regulational cannabis programs. Uh, it says uh, we are still in a uh, bathtub gene 
gen era, whatever that, whatever that means, uh, with cannabis where there are a whole lot of people without access to legal cannabis and people who are not in the regulated market take to advantage of this. And people who are new to the market take advantage of this, said AC Broadock, CEO of the Saddle-based Eden Labs, a 25-year-old manufacturer of equipment that extracts plant oils. Even if the issue is rooted in the black market, the situation could become a serious threat for the illegal cannabis industry as more authorities warn against vaping or move to crack down on it. Through July, vape products accounts for 25% of licensed cannabis sales in Arizona. What is this? Okay, vape products accounted for 25% of licensed cannabis sales in Arizona, California, Colorado, Nevada, and Oregon, according to the cannabis research firm BGC Analysis. I can see that since I've been to California and Nevada and Colorado. That's mainly where all the top we think is providing provoking anywhere. Well, there's Washington, but it's more Colorado's more thriving than Washington. It says uh, this is I think a wake up call to the industry and also to consumers about the fact that a very safe product can be rendered unsafe for the people processing it or not being held to account, said Taylor West, former deputy director of the NCAA NCIA, who is a founder partner of Strat. Strategy communications firm Heart plus Mind Media. That's what I'm about to say. Top of that, like ever since like vaping's been more popular and legal, it's been like shops everywhere. Just like that's how I figure when weeds become legal, if it does become legal, probably there'd be like shops everywhere too. But, like yeah, this it's just same like there's more like there's just have more shops like you know tobacco. I'm like there's there's less. That I've seen now, like, there's a few like just tobacco stores, and then there is a uh, vaping vaping stores. There's more vaping stores I've seen around here than tobacco. You don't count tobacco unless you count the tobacco like Walmart or HPV, something like that. But there's more vaping all around like their own stores than I've seen the tobacco around here now. But it says, uh, but it's not entirely clear that the TSC products being sold by legal legal businesses are blameless. Uh, in Oregon, one of the deaths involved a person who had recently purchased a vape product at a licensed dispensary, said uh, Dila Hernandez, a spokesperson for the Oregon Health Authority. The investigation is ongoing, and on Wednesday, health officials asked stores to review their inventory. Some uh, industry members are waiting to take action at Urban Pharmacy Dispensary in po- Portland. Uh, Oregon owner Marga Amelia says she... Uh, Pool products with any additive or unknown ingredients. We've uh, definitely scrutinized all the products on our shelves, she said, adding she's considering pulling more. It says we've definitely uh, scrutinized all the products on our shelves, she said, adding she's considering. Oh, I yeah. So Jonathan P. Culkins, a drug policy researcher and professor at Corgany Mellon University, said this outbreak hopefully could spur the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to regulate cannabis and its derivatives as drugs and vape pens as a drug delivery devices. A goal of regu- regulations could could be to help ensure products have consistent quality and properties, he said. I don't see this as the uh, reversing legalization overall, he said. I hope that this nudges us a little bit towards a more careful legalization. The amount of nevity the country has had about legalization is completely distressed, distressing. Yeah. We'll see more about that when that goes in the future. Uh, I think that's going to end up the uh, 
Alright, I was going to put it up to the uh, end of the Google News. I did watch a couple movies. This is the last one on the podcast. I, had, I did watch uh, It Chapter 2. This is alright. Like, uh, you know, on par with the first movie. I mean, it's from Chapter 2, it shows more of the actual clown than the first movie to me. So, I, I, I mean, I watched It back in the day when it first came out in this little bit of TV series. I don't remember he was a fucking spider. I mean, he was a fucking spider in this movie. It was alright. So, ending, I mean, a lot of people was, it was like, eh. But I, mean, I, I enjoyed it. And then another controversial thing about came out. It was like, uh, Dave Chappelle's Netflix special. Everyone was talking about that. It was like, where the critics has been, uh, I can't remember if I talked about it on the podcast yet, but I'll talk about it again. That's how I feel about it. Like, all the, they only had so many critics to review the, uh, his special, and they gave him, like, a 0% at first, apparently. But then the audience gave, like, like general audience, like, a 99%. So, I mean, that just tells you, like, how PC, like, critics are actually are. And they don't know what they're talking about from, like, general audience. I think he's changed it over time, so I'll go back to Rotten Tomatoes. Like, his, uh... If you haven't watched it, it's Dave Chappelle's on uh, Netflix special with Sixer Stones. It even shows right here, it says, oh, it even shows, like, most popular TV on, on right now, and Dave Chappelle is, like, a four. See, now they changed it. So it doesn't show, like, how many people would review it now. But now it says, uh, the average minute, it's came in at 80%, and the audience score is at 90 so... That's strange. But it first came out, it was a big controversial. They gave it a zero ninety nine. So like, that was big controversial. And uh, I've seen this thing. See now they gave the critic rating here. And now they, yeah, they they took around the ratings. And I saw this from Amazon original. It was it's called a uh, Carnival Road. Season it's season one. I guess it gives it a, about an eighty seven. The tomato is even to fifty five. So I've seen the trailer. It's all right. I mean, it's something for, like, interesting if you haven't, don't have Amazon, which everyone thinks Amazon Prime. I don't have Amazon Prime, so I tell you that. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's kind of interesting. It's more like fairies and shit, but. And, uh, not an anime scenario, but a live-action scenario. It looks interesting. Yeah, let's go back to Chapter 2. Uh, it's Chapter 2. So, so the budget was $6 million. Your main six million. So the tomato meter gave it a sixty-two. Audience scores it at eighty. But I think the next movie is coming out. I want to see is uh, the Rambo. It's like Last Blood. I think it's coming out next week. I have to look. What's I think it's supposed to show me the future, or not the future? It shows me the future. <laughs> no, it's you know, coming soon here in right coming soon. Yeah, Rambo. Yeah, September twentieth. Yeah, I'll be watching that next week. So that's going to be on the. Friday. Okay. Yeah, I enjoy the Rambo movies. Yeah, alright. So, now we're going to go to uh, the WWE. I'm going to go to Wikipedia. WWE. Nice poster. There's like Kobe Kingston's uh, face of the poster. That's cool. All right, over Wikipedia. And then we're just gonna end the podcast. Is reading off of this. This is Clash of Champions 2019's upcoming professional uh, wrestling pay per view and WWE Network event, produced by WWE for the Raw SmackDown 205 Live brands. It will take place on September 15, 2019, at the Spectrum Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. So don't miss out. It will be the third event under the Clash of Champions chronology. 
Yeah, because it was called like um, Dyna Champions, but then they just changed it to Class Champions. Why well, I don't know. I think it was used to be a WCW name, and then they I guess they just keep using this. So, uh, so the background of it, it says in the mid 2016, the WWE reintroduced the brand extension, spinning, s- splitting its main roster between the Raw and SmackDown brands. Uh, representing the shows by the, by the same name, Clash of Champions was established that year to replace Night of Champions, a pay-per-view in which the concept was all was that all WWE titles were defended. Clash of Champions was established on the same ex- concept. The 2016 event was Raw exclusive, while the 2017 event was SmackDown exclusive. All the titles ex- exclusive to the represented brands. During, during those years were defended at all respective events. The Clash of Champions event did occur in 2018, but following WrestleMania 34, that year all WWE papers became dual branded. Yeah, that's one of those I like. I remember way back when I first started wrestling, I think like fucking what six to eight, something like that. Somewhere like that before 2010, they were split brands again, and then they reunited like or they split the brand pay per views again in like 2017, some 18. I'm like, man, I like I like when they're both together. Like Raw and SmackDown's on the same pay per view. For me, if like especially if you go there live, well, then, like you get more of your money's worth. You're seeing both both brands and just one. It's about the same same money prize anyway. Like once a hell in a cell, there's a chamber. It's both brands. So that's how I feel about it. Even though uh, I went to the Lizard Chamber, only the WWE Championship was uh, on the in the actual chamber, and the women's tag team championship the first time was there. But the Universal Championship was on the line because uh, Brock Lesnar was the champion. You know, his ass wasn't going to be there. And on his elbow, who was there? Yeah, I was glad. I just, for me, I was like, I like both brands on the pay per views. So I, like, I don't like split pay per views for the brands. And apparently, that uh, wild card shit didn't last for all either. I don't think they're just trying to. Uh, they're just trying to just go by each, just go by every fucking week, pretty much. So. Take it week by week. But I just hope they just keep it dual brands instead of split brands for the pay-per-views. But he says, uh, yeah, in 2019, Clash of Champions was brought back, and as a dual brand event, all WWE titles across Raw, SmackDown, as well as 205 Live are to be defended. The Universal Championship, the WWE Championship, the World Women's Championship, the SmackDown Women's Championship, the United States Championship, the Intercontinental Championship, the Raw Tag Team Championship, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the Cruiserweight Championship, the Women's Tag Team Championship, and the 24-7 Championship. I'm not going to read the storyline part. I'll just go by how I see it on the uh, uh, match matches. Apparently, there's 11 matches. Look like there's going to be 12, but it says uh, there's a canceled match. And it says August 2019, the King of Ring tournament was, re- was revived. That's, been, that's what's been going on, like setting this up, this pay-per-view, kind of. Uh, and it says the first time since the 2015 tournament with the finals originally scheduled for Class of Champions. However, the finals were rescheduled for all. Oh, so, oh, so it's going to be on Monday instead of on the pay-per-view. Yeah, the fi- uh, the finals for the King of Ring was going to be at the pay-per-view, but now they're just going to put it on Raw instead. I guess because they already got so many matches to do. I mean, 11 is pretty stacked, so. Yeah, we're just going in order. Uh, I want to say on Wikipedia. It says Bailey was the champion versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, for these WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, uh, I like how the storyline's pretty going. You know, Bailey, I guess uh, I guess we'll talk more about it when uh, the show's about Shasha Banks and uh, Becky Lynch. 
but apparently Bailey turned on uh, Becky, you know, here with the chair. It was pretty much more friends with, you know, Gallery Crew is friends with uh, Sasha. So maybe we'll see a Becky or a Bailey heel turn. I don't know. Uh, for me, I don't see Bailey losing this match. Since she just got the title, or she's been pretty dominant with the title. So I mean, it was gonna be a good match overall. I just don't see I don't see Bailey just losing the title right here at this event. So I'm going with uh, Bailey for this. And then we have Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman with the, versus uh, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. I wish they never changed uh, Robert Roode's uh, name. They should just give it Bobby Roode. Like, already repackaged him already. But yeah, it's for the tag team championship. It's a tag team match for WWE Raw tag team championship. Uh, yeah, how do I see this? Because you know, apparently, like Seth and Braun. You know, we're gonna talk about it when it gets down later. This bracket, or the tag team championship, and Seth is the champion or universal champion, but he's facing Braun for that title later on the show. So, how I see it, they're probably gonna have some kind of, I don't know, like miscommunication, probably show up with one another, and they're gonna cost each other the match. It's gonna lead up more tension for the. I guess I want to think. I'm thinking that's gonna be the main event, which is Seth and Braun for the sh closing up the show. I don't think they're going to lose the tag team championships to Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. That's a weird pairing with Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler, but I guess it's going to work. Because usually, it's kind of that kind of teams, they don't really keep the titles for long. Which is, I just think it's up for the storyline for the for tonight, or tomorrow, for the pay-per-view. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler winning for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh, and then, what's after that? It says Seth Rollins versus Ron Strowman for the Singles Match for WWE Universal Championship. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, I'm thinking Seth and Braun are going to lose the tag team championships, and then they're going to have some heated, and then uh, I'm thinking Seth is going to win. He's going to take it over. And I'm thinking uh, Bray Wyatt's going to, or that's what I keep hearing in other podcasts, I'm thinking Bray Wyatt, you know, he's going to come out of the Fiend and, like, attack Seth Rollins, and they're going to set up a uh, match at Hell in a Cell. It's either going to be at the pay-per-view or the next night. That's how I see it's going to be. If I would, if I would put... Um, more juicy money for like building up the storylines that's how I would book the match how I book it for that pay-per-view then we have Cody Kingston versus Randy Orton singles match for the WWE Championship now this can go both ways I mean the promo package I've seen you know their 10 year build up pretty much it's pretty good I don't for me I don't see Cody Kingston losing this right here I think they're going to keep Cody Kingston's champion when they move to Fox for Smackdown so especially how the last match it was kind of a controversial since uh, he Randy basically made Kofi Kingston get disqualified so and Kofi doesn't have like a clean clean finish over Randy Orton so I'm gonna give it to Kofi I'm thinking they're gonna give it to him here and then we have number five it's Drew Gallic champion versus uh, Humberto Carrillo versus uh, Lance Dorendo triple threat match for the Joby Cruiserweight Championship uh, just know Drew Gallic. I honestly can't tell you more about Two or Five Lives, and I'll watch it. So I was gonna go with Drew Gallic. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. I'm sure they're all great guys, and they're all high flyers. That's what I'm with Two or Five is. So yeah, I'll give it to Drew Gallic. Gallic. Uh, number six, the New Day, which is Beginnings Every Wars Champion versus the Revival, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Uh. I've seen these guys fight before. They're pretty much a good mix with each other. I don't. I think. I don't think the new. Uh, it can really go both ways, but 
Yeah, I'm going to go with my first thing. I don't think the Jays going to lose here. I'm thinking, like, looking at it on a good note with a new day and uh, going east and reigning, reigning supreme for keeping on the championships tonight. So I'm going to go with the new day. It's going to probably win the matches of the night for a good tag team match, but it would probably be better than the Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins tag team. Yeah, I'm going to go with the new day. And they have number seven, Shinsuke Nakamura, champion versus The Miz. Uh, singles match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Uh, to be honest, I have not followed the story at all. I have no idea what's going on between these two. I honestly forgot since Gabe's been an Intercontinental Champion for like the longest time. But uh, apparently, since like you know, apparently WWE has beef with Chris Jericho since you know moved to AEW, became the AEW Champion. And if Miz wins t- this 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 match, he's like the ninth times him and then he overpasses Chris Jericho so I can see him giving the Miz just to like despite Chris Jericho for that kind of like how they did with uh, uh, CM Punk that's a longest reigning champion that's like current era or whatever and they gave it to AJ Styles to pass that so put it at the book so yeah I can see Miz uh, actually win this this is actually the first uh, person I want to say that's actually gonna take away a title be a new champion in this pay-per-view so I'm gonna go with the Miz and then we have Becky Lynch versus Shasha Banks. Singles match for the WWE We're All Women's Championship. Now, if it isn't uh, Seth and Braun as a main event, I can see this as the main event. I, can, I think this should be the main event, but we'll see what happens. I like this story build up. I don't really care how Sasha Banks came back and just say, oh, I'm a heel just by being wearing blue hair. So, But it was pretty good overall, like seeing how it looked like her original hair, that pink, purple, whatever, and then taking it off and have that blue hair. But, uh uh, and it's, it's gonna be interesting what Sasha can still do because she hasn't competed since she's uh, been back. So it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a hell of a match either way. Especially since they already had history before since all the way from uh, NXT. So I'm very interested in this match for sure. But if I'm gonna give a person a win, oh, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a Sasha Banks. It's like just getting out of nowhere. I have the heels rotating. I have Sasha Banks and Bailey as a champion. Yeah, I can see where they can go from there. So I'm gonna give it. A, I'll give it to Sasha Banks. Uh, then we have number nine, Roman Reigns versus Eric Roman. Woman, <laughs> uh, Eric Roman, Roman, row, 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 Roman, row your boat in the Nova qualification match. Now it's kind of a stip. Now with the stipulation, it's kind of hard to tell if it was a regular singles match. I would give it to Roman Reigns like off the bat. Even though this is like. Pretty much Eric Rowan's biggest match compared to like The Rock, pretty much in that squash match at WrestleMania for a singles match. But it's qualification, I can see someone getting involved and in helping Eric Rowan. Maybe Daniel Bryan, or you know, maybe they're bringing a third person. Maybe they're bringing that person that looked like posted there looked like Eric Rowan. So yeah, that's just like not a big pay per view. So I can see Eric Rowan win this. I'll give it to Eric Rowan. Maybe Roman Reigns will get him over somehow but not a clean finish of course uh, they have number 10 Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross champion versus Randy Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville tag team match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship um, yeah I want to go with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross I mean Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville were pretty much a good team throughout the couple of years that I've seen them but I mean Alexa, I think Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross still has like still to go by with their storyline if Nick, Alexa Bliss is ever going to turn on Nikki Cross so yeah, I'll give it to Alexa and Nikki for this. That should be a good match as well. Uh, then we have the 11th, which is 
probably not going to be the main event, of course. Uh, AJ Styles, Champion versus Cedric Alexander. Singles match for the WWE United States Championship. That's pretty cool, kind of putting over Cedric, since I guess they move away from Ricochet and going on to Cedric, because uh, as of past Monday night, they uh, Cedric was able to pin AJ Styles, and he was up there in the kind of the main segment with like Stone Cold and all them. So, that's kind of see to go. I mean, it would be nice if like Cedric was able to put up AJ. But I mean, I don't know. The way they set up, it could. I can see AJ still like winning, winning. Over. I can see it being a hell of a match, kind of like how he, he's been doing with uh, Ricochet. But I mean, even Ricochet won the, the United States Championship, so he put he put over Ricochet. So I can see Cedric doing this as well. So, hmm, I do see the the bar uh, club getting involved as well. You know what? I'll give I'll give the kid a chance. I'll give it Cedric Alexander. Maybe. Maybe they'll actually pull the trigger. So, I mean, it's not like a main, you know, it's a mid card title, so. Yeah, we'll see. Alright, guys. That wraps up the Clash of Champions our predictions. We'll see uh, how that goes. So, I hope y'all watch that with me. Alright, you can't watch it with me. I'm not going to put it on Twitch or anything. I may, I may watch it on Twitch. Let's see how that goes. I know other people do that on Twitch, but. Let's see. Right, guys, that sums up the podcast. Hope you all enjoyed the podcast. If you did, like I was saying, if you have to subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. I mean, what are you doing? Give us those five star reviews. Be sure to come and plug us down in the description down below of the podcast. You can check out and follow me on the uh, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all those great social medias. And until next time, guys, we'll catch y'all next week on Topics on the Pod. Play my outro. Peace. Down the years, it's been a ride. And now I'm sorry I'm all it's not in tonight And on and on as we go we seem to fight But baby that's just the way we love And only in the dark do we see our sunlight Home is where we were, home is where we want to be And yes we don't have time to say goodbye And this ain't the last time now this time before we go Raise your hands, raise your toes Time is something special Just like love before it starts to snow It's crazy how the years have gone Memories of the drug we're on But darling, just remember That there's never a goodbye There's There's never a goodbye
falling back to a different time Maybe I need to hear your voice to make me smile No, 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 it's not said and done Baby, you can fly with me and we'd be worried And it's only time before we miss the fire You and I reach the total higher Whoa, our hands up in the sky Just see now years pass by Ten years Stop. Show me where you've gone when you come.